Today, I'm going to share with you what is the 10x success mindset of every entrepreneur. Well, this week, I have a successful entrepreneur that came to me and told me that he's very frustrated, that he has a lot of inquiries. Okay, well, to have a lot of inquiries, isn't that a very good news? Okay, because, you know, at this moment, COVID-19, many businesses are being affected because they are unable to get as many businesses or inquiries as they would like to have. Right? So this entrepreneur has got a good problem. He told me that he is very frustrated, that he has a lot of inquiries okay, that came through his website, but he's unable to get anyone to work on the project. Okay, if you find that this is a good problem, can you put, give me a thumbs up or put a like in the comment box? Okay. Yeah, I think that it's really a fantastic and it's really very um, fortunate for him to have this great problem. So he told me that he had lost a lot of opportunity just because of this. So what is the 10x? 10x, what is the thing that he can do? Well, I told him and showed him just by codifying his business and modifying his model, business model and processes, he will be able to 10x his business easily. So how do you codify? How do you create a business process? Okay, that's where innovation comes in. If you have lots of inquiries okay, and you are unable to handle, it is a great problem. You know, and many covered this issue right, that this entrepreneur has. Okay. So by codifying, by designing a process okay, to bring in the customer, to move these projects to various individuals, right? I mean, if you are in, um, for example, uh, just give a software business, okay, sales business. If you are in a sales business, a software business, and if you are able to pass some of these projects, okay, to your competitors, okay, or not maybe not competitors, or someone who just came out of, comp- uh, I mean, came out of school or freelance, alright. If you are able to give them a process that they can walk through. Just like how a franchise is being developed, you can ensure quality of your services and continue to earn extra income and at the same time, allow somebody else to work, okay, not for you, but work for himself and earn a good living for himself, okay, by just you forwarding businesses to that smaller version of you. Okay, so this is what, is, this is what I mean by qualifying. If you are able to codify, means creating a successful formula or process for your business and then teach this formula and process to someone else who is in the same trade but of course doesn't have as many leads or inquiries from you. Okay, this is exactly what you should do to 10x your business. Well, so figuring this out will 10x your business. Okay, so this is the first thing I would like to share with you. Okay, for those who have got a lot of inquiries, I tell you there are so many others who are looking for inquiry, looking for businesses who need businesses and jobs and you know um, leads to come to, to go to them and they are not good at collecting leads. Okay, seek out these people. Okay, so if you have learned something and you want more, 
whoever that's watching right now, can you type 111 in the comment box so that I will go to the next one? Okay, and today I'm sharing with you about 10x. What is the 10x success mindset of every entrepreneur? And today I'm going to share with you just a few more. Just a few. I mean, I just share with you one. I have another two more. Okay, do you guys want? If you want, can you type in the comment box 111 and I'll go to the next one right now. Thank you so much. <laughs> yes, and also tag somebody here who also need to hear from this session that I'm, I'm doing right now. All right. So the next thing. Okay, I have another question this week. Okay, that somebody, an, another entrepreneur. Okay, and I had this conversation with this entrepreneur who is trying to build up his side business while having a full-time job. Okay, he's trying to save anything he could on research and development because he has got this startup mindset whereby he needs to save as much as possible, do as uh, use as little to, to achieve much more. He has got this mindset, which is nothing wrong. All right. So he told me that there's lots of, I mean, so I told him, sorry, I told him that he has got lots of free software. There are lots of free software, lots of tools, lots of services out there for entrepreneurs. Okay, especially for solopreneurs to make use of, right, to kickstart the business. But there's this unspoken rule, okay, that if you are using it, using the tool for profit, or if you are using the tool to achieve your um, business and help your business to make money, that's where it should be paid. And well, I think that it is fair. But However, the problem okay, with majority of the entrepreneurs out there is that they save on the wrong thing and they buy on the wrong thing. Okay, They save on the wrong thing and they buy on the wrong thing. If you start saving for something that is to create value for your clients who is paying for you, that is definitely a wrong thing. Right, so I have shared before a story some time ago. Okay, so let me try to recall. The story is about this um, Indian uh, curry puff seller. Right, and this Indian curry puff seller has been selling in the hawker center for some time now, for many years. And he has got a lot of customers that come back again and again to patronize to buy his curry puff. He has made a good living out of that. So how good is it? He managed to make a living by selling curry puff and get his child, his son, and his only son to attend Harvard, to attend Harvard School. All right. So if you know how expensive it is to you know, go to Harvard, okay, you understand how well his business has been. Okay. Because he thinks in his mind, this Indian father and a curry puff uh, seller, He's thinking to himself that if he is able to, I know because for him he's unable to have the ability to learn, okay, business. He's unable. He's unable to afford the education to learn about business. So he would like to have his son to go to Harvard, okay, to learn. Okay, so this is just an example, okay, a story, okay, doesn't mean that he, I just need to say this very clearly, doesn't mean that Harvard is no good or not, I'm not saying that, but I'm just giving an example and quoting Harvard, okay, 
So what happened is this. He went to Harvard. He went to... Okay, maybe I shouldn't use Harvard. Okay, he went to get his MBA. Okay, Masters in Business Administration. Okay, may not be Harvard. It can be any school. Alright. He went and sent his son for MBA. And a few years later, his son came back with his degree. Um, it's, not, it's not just an ordinary degree. It is a master degree. Business, uh, master in business administration. So he came back and started to advise his dad. So his dad asked. I mean, he advised because his dad asked. Or, or rather, the curry puff seller asked, Son, what have you learned after so many years? Uh, three years studying and getting your MBA. How can I improve my curry puff business? So immediately, his son went into his books and found out all the costs all right, that are involved to build his business. And his son told his father, Hey father, recession is coming. We got to cut down on our costs. We got to think of ways to reduce costs so that we are able to get through the recession. So as a proud father with a son, of, uh, with a son that has got an MBA. He followed his, his, his instructions. And the son said, first, we have to think of how do we reduce and change the potato that we use in the, in, um, in the curry puff. Are we able to find a better supplier or a supplier that can provide us something that is lesser in price so that we can get through the recession? So the father listened and reduced the uh, and get and changed to a new supplier for the curry puff. And from that week onward, every week the, the he sell he managed to sell about let me calculate. I mean let me give you some example. He just give you an example. He is able to sell at least a thousand curry puff per week. But ever since that change, he started to realize that the number of customers that buy his curry puff reduced to 900. So the sons then came back and said, wow, that's good. We are able to reduce the cost. And now he's looking at reducing another cost, which is the flour that they are using. And he managed to find another supplier for that. And guess what? He successfully negotiated a deal. And now he changed the supplier of that flour. And because of that, he pushed it through. In the first week, he got good sustainable profits. But on the second week, he realized that his curry puff reduced from 900 to 800 buyers. So more and more cost reduction come into play. And his business, unfortunately, reduced lower and lower. Um, with lesser bias of his car So the proud dad went over to his son and asked, Son, what is happening? Why am I not selling enough? Why, am, why is my car not selling? And the son immediately says, say, It's because recession is coming. A lot of buyers are not buying your car Well, this has angered him a lot. Right, because he as a veteran businessman realized that all this cost reduction has caused him 
to reduce the value that the customers are getting. And because of that, the customers find that they are not getting the value that they should be getting and hence stop buying from him. So immediately, he changed his model and get back to going back to all the suppliers that they have gotten before and buy from them. So what has this taught us? A simple story, but simply put it, that we should not save on the wrong things. We should buy, we should save, we should not, okay, maybe I should put this in a better, uh, better line, okay, because this is the Facebook Live, right? I'm just sharing out of no notes, right? So please pardon me. So we should really look into things and save on the right things and don't save on the wrong things. But unfortunately, many entrepreneurs, right, they save on the wrong things. They save on the penny. They are just what we call penny unwise or wise. Okay, I don't know what's that. If you know what's that, penny wise, dollar unwise. <laughs> you can say that, right? So figuring this out is very important. Today, if you are here listening to me, figure out what you should be saving and what you should not be saving. Okay, and this one thing that you have figured out will 10x your business, definitely, for sure. So are you guys ready for the last one? If you are, can you type 111 as well? Whoever that's listening here, please help me be engaged, engaging. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Bernard, for listening. Yeah. So one last one, are you ready? Before I close this live. So this one last one is that this week, okay, I did a quick survey. I was, uh, we were, uh, I was like, uh, because you know, it's already open up, um, everybody's out dining. So we, a group of my friends, we decided, okay, um, to get to a hot pot for our store, okay, because we rarely has a chance have a chance to um, have hot pot okay, because we are all very busy with our own family. So while dining in a hot pot place, right, we all um, benchmark this hot, hot pot um, location that as a Singaporean we all know, okay, which is Hai Di Lao. Okay, if you know Hai Di Lao, can you type HDL? HDL, okay. Hai Di Lao in Singapore is one of the highest and the most popular hot pot uh, location. Or, or restaurant that many um, diners will go to. So I did a survey among my friends. I asked them this, would you choose a hot pot restaurant with a best service or with the best quality or, or food or best price? Which one would you choose? And actually, the result actually struck me. Okay, and it struck me on how we can really 10x my, our businesses and your businesses. Well, the answer is this. In the end, the survey came back that every one of them want to have the best service. So after analyzing this, I realized that, hey, it makes sense. Because in a market like Singapore, we are made of mainly mid, middle income people. And middle income people work hard for their money, right? And they can also afford to have 
some luxury lifestyle, something that they can enjoy. So it makes sense that in a mid in a middle income, um, mid, majority middle income um uh, earners in Singapore, that they will want service above quality of food and above pricing, and they are willing to pay for the service and not just the food and not just going for something that is very very low cost to enjoy their lives alright so at different market especially for Singapore I think Singaporeans we are all very stressed out alright I mean I think we are one of the most stressful country in the world we want something that we can build relationship we want to buy something that we can build relationship we want to buy things that will make us happy we want to spend money alright that help us um, enjoy right? that enjoy right so agree yes so the survey came back we want sir uh, we want service okay and guess what Hai Di Lao okay, which, owned, which is owned by one of the richest men in Singapore has nailed this not just in Singapore he had nailed nailed it in major cities in China who are also made out of high middle income earners and although his store is called Hai Di Lao, which is a hot pot restaurant, he actually offers a lot of various experiences when you go to his store. He offered you things like medicure, pedicure, okay, which is really not related to hot pot, right? And talk about food, it's not even a food, okay, it is a service. Of course, because of COVID 19 right now, it is impossible. Alright, to do that. But he added on a lot of things, right? If you have been there before, you will realize that all his service staff okay, value and want to ensure that every table that they serve uh, is, uh, is with prompt uh, responses and, you know, and, and they are always like, giving the patron, the, the diners, right, a feeling that they are being taken care of. Right? So if you raise up your hand, immediately somebody else, some service staff will come to you immediately. And guess what? Because of this, many patrons, many diners will go to Hai Di Lao. And because of this, they are able to pay their staff well. Right? So this is exactly like the mindset, the 10x mindset of every entrepreneur should have. Not just 10x your business, but 10x for your staff pay your staff well, all right, as well as possible, okay, but before that, you got to think about all this, okay, and because, and this one thing will cause you to 10x your business, okay, yeah, so this is what I'm going to share, okay, and it's so powerful because just by adjusting, changing this mindset, this tree, today I've shared with you three and I have a lot more, will actually 10 times your business. Right. Thank you so much for the like. If you feel if you find that this sharing is good, please help encourage me. Tag somebody else. Let me know that somebody else will also want to listen to similar contents. Okay, that will help them in their business. Alright. Or you can also um comment what you have learned. And I'll be really grateful to you guys. So that's all I have for you today. 
And、uh, I hope that you have, you are you have learned something through my sharing. If you have, please type in in the comments what you have learned. And I'll see you in my next sharing. See you guys. Bye bye.